Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Roses are red and so is Deathstroke's daughter. Hawk and Dove need to duck and the kids are getting restless. All this and more as we talk DC Titans Season 2 Episode 2, Rose. The After Buzz After Show starts right now. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hawk and Dove need to duck. Did you see what I did there? I didn't want to laugh they're, in the mic, but I, I chuckled a they're little They're birds. Because they're birds, people. Do you see? See? Because I'm a genius. Just leave that That's there. right. As we are talking all things DC Titans, Season 2, Episode 2, Rose. Uh, I will be your host. My name is Teron. Of course, I am joined by the lovely and beautiful... Jeff Williams. Thank you. I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna just stare down the camera, see all this lovely and beautifulness. That's how I feel. But yeah, no, thanks. Just great to be here, back on Titans. So I'm glad with, you're yeah, on another say, DC show. This is our, <laughs> we're the DC crew right exactly. here. That's what I say. Back at it again, just with another DC show. I'm so. from DC. I I talk DC, and of course, I am Toronto. If you don't know, I will be hosting and paneling on this panel. But of course, we have all of you at home on this panel with us, and someone who's lovely and beautiful, but not on camera, our buddy. Josh is in the booth. Hey, what's up? What's up? How are we doing, fellas? Okay, that's enough, Josh. Let's <laughs> calm down with the commentary, okay? Uh, Ryan is not here with us, but he is with us in spirit, as always. We're going to be breaking down this episode of DC Titans Season 2, Episode 2, Rose. We're going to, of course, talk about that whole new Titan situation, uh, getting this new building and what every and each member is going through. Then we also see these sublines of, of different characters who we've all thought of as Titans come through. So we're going to discuss how and Dove. Uh, Donna and Corey had their own little thing going. And of course, what happened with Corey? Dick saves lives. I'm sure a lot of feminists are going to get mad at me, but I mean it in the best possible way of all things. Rose, we have to talk about that because every rose does have its thorn, and this one's thorn is very big, and it's going to be in the side of all the Titans. Batman sighting. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne Batman. I don't know what we're supposed to call him yet. News and gossip. We do have a top three heroines, DC heroines, so I want you to start thinking in that mindset. Our woe moments, the special segment where we discuss the moments that made us say whoa in this episode and some amazing predictions and so much more so you're going to want to stay tuned jeff what were your overall thoughts of this episode to season two yeah i thought this episode was good it obviously was a great um cliffhanger but just the whole episode was good there was a lot of information it was kind of cool to see every different storyline, and it wasn't it wasn't too confusing because there was there was a technically there's a lot of different storylines with different couples, different groups doing their own missions, like we talked about or like you mentioned. So it was it was good. It was a lot of action, but I'm still kind of iffy on the Bruce Wayne Batman situation. I was very excited to hear about it, but I want to see more because right now it's not really that exciting. Saying that this episode was good yeah. is the understatement of the Titans year. <laughs> This episode was great, and I'll tell you why. First of all, this was the real season premiere. This is the episode that actually mattered. Last episode, 
This this made me realize how bad last episode was because this episode was so good. We got so much information, so much storyline, so much new information, so much anticipation, and more importantly, we weren't held up by the story. There was nothing that was done too fast. Everything at its pace to the point where now we are very much excited to learn what goes down with everything that goes on. Finding out that Rose is Slade's daughter. Here we have this, uh, we get this storyline of the Titans, the old and the new, combining or not. Mm -hmm. There's something that brings them all together. It didn't just happen. It wasn't forced. Actually, the only storyline that I didn't uh, necessarily need or get on board with was the Hawk and Dove. And we're the ones who asked for it. So let's be careful what you wish for. We wish for more Hawk and Dove. We got it. And then they kind of gave it to us at a slower pace. But then they sped it up and mm-hmm. it was great again. Yeah. So I had a lot. Bruce Wayne, that's a whole topic on its own. <laughs> I Like now that you mentioned I seriously thought the first episode felt like a season finale of last of season. Of last episode, but of- it wasn't even season finale. It was just a... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Throwaway episode. I mean, like they needed to finish up what they left off in the last season. And like, okay, we're moving on to a whole different. Yeah. Like, like, oh wait, we got season two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about what we were talking about over here. Let's talk about this stuff because yeah. this is great. I was like, what are you doing? Like, they just like dropped off the whole dad situation, finished that real quick. But I mean, we're well, kind on. of. I, I feel like we got a little nod in that, and we'll get into that as we talk about new Titans. Let's mm-hmm. get into that topic. Let's jump right into new Titans. So here we are in the new building in San Francisco. We get the Titans. We get that fight scene in the beginning uh, between Garth. Beast Boy oh, yeah. and Robin, mm-hmm. and it's it's a great scene. Yeah, and it's it's great to see. I kind of wanted Garth to be even more playful with him because right now you kind of see him more timid and kind of just like letting Jason kind of be the boss or the leader. But I kind of want to see him poke the bear more because he kind of doesn't say, you said don't hold back, but like you could have tra- you could have transformed to whatever and like play with him more. He held back. He yeah. just topped he him did, in the head. He did help back. Why are you going wild? <laughs> and then Jason over here just like like a bratty kid is like, are you t- you're not supposed to do that. And like you wanted him to go at you. So it's, it's, I like the dynamic, but I want more playful Garf. I feel like he's still timid in everything he does right now. And that's just not how I want to see Garth. I feel like he's way more playful, more energetic, more poking at the bear type of person. Well, sure. We're getting a very different Gar than we are on Young Justice. Mm-hmm. We're getting a very different kid. This yeah. kid doesn't have as much privilege. Let's put yeah. that out there. Like, this kid isn't like, hey, what's up, bro? Yeah, bro, I'm a superstar, bro. I was like, he does have a deeper background than the one. In, it's a lot yeah. more complicated. There is that... There is that layers and layers of who this person is. And to be honest, we really still don't know anything about Gar, mm-hmm. where he's actually from, what's his tie, what his tie to Doom Patrol was. They just kind of didn't bring that up again. Yeah. It just never happened. <laughs> just, it, it, like, hey, we need to introduce Doom Patrol. We need to introduce Gar. You know what? We're going to hey, do you're that. In, you're in Doom Patrol, and now you're not. And they've never even called to check on you. How's it going? <laughs> hey, Gar, you just left, and no one uh, knew. You kind of—I thought you went out to get some milk. 
<laughs> like they need to bring that up, yeah. which is something Doom Patrol might do. I mm-hmm. feel like a Doom Patrol episode is something where it's like, hey, wasn't there another kid? No. I'm, I'm interested <laughs> to see if they're, going. Gonna, if they're gonna have more integration between the, the different shows. Because obviously on DC, the CW shows, they, sure, have, they, they have, have a lot of, of integration. Sure. Where is that gonna lie on a DC? Yeah, if they set? have this Doom Patrol Titans maybe throwing a swamp thing. Oh, mm. too soon. So anyway. <laughs> We get this new Titans. That was a Swamp Thing got canceled joke, too mm. soon joke. I hope you guys all got that. Hashtag so, save Swamp Things. Hashtag, hashtag it might be too late. Swamp Thing. <laughs> so the concept is they're in this building. Uh, I like the dichotomy between the three kids. Mm-hmm. We have Jason, Gar, and of course Raven is being Raven. What were your thoughts on that? I'd, I'd like the dynamic. It'll be interesting to see if Gar and Raven are um, like kind of team up on Jason or if Jason feels like the like the outcast because he is he's new to the group and everything and kind of Gar and and Rachel and Raven look they look up to um they look up to Dick but Jason's kind of the wild card so it'll be interesting to see how that dynamic goes but Dick also wants Jason to take that leadership role so it'd be I don't think they're gonna like that I don't think they're gonna like a new guy taking that leadership role you don't I felt that in one way Dick was using a tactic. It's mm-hmm. that tactic of a lot of teachers do it where they kind of give the special kid special attention. Oh, yeah. This is a kid who's acting out, and so you kind of are nicer to them when the other kids are getting straight A's, and so they don't need as much attention, but it's not fair that they're not getting the attention. Yeah. The truth is that Jason is not the leader. He's anything but. He's mm-hmm. he If he's an outcast, it's something he self-perpetuates himself. He still thinks that... He's in Gotham, and that he's Batman's the next one up. And he, he doesn't even think of himself as Batman's sidekick. He even puts down everyone time. It's like, aren't we all? This is the team of sidekicks: Aqua mm-hmm. Lad, Wonder Girl. <laughs> like he throws out everyone's names and says, "Sounds like you guys are all second fiddle to and like, whoever people, the main person is." People aren't even really telling him everything because he's like, "So like, when am I going back to Gotham?" And and like realistically, dog, you ain't going back to Gotham. You're not going back to Gotham. <laughs> I'm like you're like asking these questions, like you assume this is just a vacation or maybe like a, in five years. Yeah, this is not happening. So it'd be interesting once he comes to that realization, how far is he going to like push away from the team when yeah. that happens? This isn't boarding school. Yeah. This isn't like oh, you're taking a couple classes and then you're going to get back into regular public school back nah. home. Nah, no, you're, stuck, you're, dog. you're gone. You're gone. <laughs> you're with the crew. You're either hundred percent. They they don't. Batman didn't want you no more. That was his deal. Yeah. As far as we know, I don't know. There might be more to the deal, but that mm-hmm. was the deal. You need if you want this, you take Jason with you. Yeah. And I don't know if Dick was so happy about doing so, but Jason does need a home, and clearly he's acting out and needs a family himself. And, and we don't know enough about Jason and why he's behaving the way he is. We can't just mm-hmm. chalk it off to oh he's a, he's a wild one. There yeah, has to be like, more of a reason. There's that chip. We see Dick. Dick had a chip. His 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 chip was just a little bit darker, mm-hmm. to be very honest. Like between Jason and Dick, Dick's actually the one that holds way more resentment and hate. Yeah, I mean, you could. I feel like they could easily put together a storyline or a background story for Jason to give him like. He could just be the cocky kid that had everything, and then his parents went away or something, and then now he's just like spending each other. Well, I would love to find I don't know, just something. To I mean, give him I that know edge. Jason's actual storyline, of course, but it'd be well, great. Yeah, if, I'm talking about like that yeah, they but show it'd be us. great if 
Jason just has a family. He just wanted to do this. Like he's like, they're like, oh, what happened to your mom and dad? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, my mom and dad, and uh, this, and and of course, Raven's like, my my mom and dad were Satan and his mistress. And, and, and Dick was like, oh, my mom and dad got killed by this mafia guy. And then Jason, then, what about you, Jason? My parents live in Connecticut. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're down the road. They're what in you Connecticut. Mean? What you? Yeah, they're fine. Let me call them. Like, yeah, I don't really. They're nice, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like nothing's wrong. Uh, because we keep assuming that there's something wrong that makes mm-hmm. a hero, right? Yeah. Orphanage, something, death. There's, there's got to be some kind of motivating factor. Yeah, or but something. maybe we're just not he's self motivated because they are changing the storylines of who people are and mm-hmm. how they. So they could easily do something of that nature. We need more background on their stories, but I'm I'm confident that they're coming. I did. I do like the fact that you brought up how how Gar and Raven might team up against Jason in mm-hmm. a lot of ways because we've seen touches of that but nothing too dominant and they do tend to actually go towards jason jason is the devil on the shoulder that kind of wins a couple times yeah so they do so when they're looking up rose and looking up her background and they figure out that wasn't part of their own mission Mm -hmm. they do so when they kind of get together and decide different things and honestly raven and gar don't really need a devil as much as people think it's not like they're goody two shoes on their own (laughs) yeah like they do enough bad on their own but what if they were about to go on a road trip right i was like you know we should just leave and go get Corey. it's like hold on (laughs) have you not learned anything (laughs) you can't just like run out and go do stuff when uh cory left her, like, she left on her own. You don't just like run back to her. You're you're with uh, Dick, who wants you to be there. It's a lot, and I'll be interested to see if Jason plays a little like devil on her shoulder and kind of plays with their relationship because there's there's some kind of romantic something going on between Gar and Rachel. There's and, definitely something. And there's wonder, definitely a little. I wonder if something. Jason's going to play with that. That would I be wonder. Cool. And, that might be his way of like poking at him since he knows he's the outsider in this situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder how that's going to play because, of course, we've brought up the age thing before, and mm-hmm. that could always be something that is a detriment to how people perceive this relationship. But I really like these two together. There's something innocent about them as long as far as the TV show goes. Mm-hmm. There's something innocent about them. Now, everyone's playing into this, oh, he's older than her. And she, He's like 22 and he, she's 15 in real life or something, 16 in real life. But the truth is, on on screen, they're approximately the same age. They're in yeah. the same age group. I mean, like, you can't look at how the actor's age are compared sure to... Sure you can. No, I mean, you can, no, depending on the physically, scene. Physically, you can. But, like, if you're if you're going to the movie or you're going to see a TV show, your your person is portraying a certain age at the end of the day. Like, don't, don't give me that. It's like, oh... He looks twenty five. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, uh, Tegan Croft is twenty is fifteen, and Ryan Potter is twenty three. Look. All right. We're pushing it. We're <laughs> pushing it. We're pushing it. Hey, we're pushing it. Mila Kunis did it. She was fourteen during that seventy show and didn't tell nobody. So it happens. Not ideal. That was just a random throwback. But it, craziness. It ha- no, it works. I mean, she still kind of looks fourteen. Here, here's the <laughs> thing about here's the thing about shipping them. I do wonder if Jason's going to come play a part. Mm-hmm. I also wonder things like normal things. Why are they not going to school? Are they learning normal things? <laughs> are they just learning art of war? Are they just learning how to fight people? What's going on with that? What What is their thought? Do they only think they can be? Heroes. And we also get the throwout metahuman in this mm-hmm. episode. And I wonder if Gar realizes that he's a metahuman. Like, yeah, I, wonder I understand. If, 
what the background's supposed to be. However, in this case, the background has to be different. Mm-hmm. And you were born this way. You are on your Lady Gaga. So I need to understand if he realizes he is also a metahuman. And Raven is also... for. Raven is maybe not even human. Yeah, I was like, oh, we don't really know what she is. But Gar, I feel like he needs to still go into self-realization, like you were saying. Like, we get a little bit of background in the last season and everything, and trying to figure out his powers and where he came from and all that. But we need more. I mean, I feel like he hasn't grown in these last two episodes. Um, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, what did you think of that speech Dick gave Jason? It was it was like you said. Are you talking about when he was like, you need to be the leader? I kind of felt, they look up to you. I was like, first off, that's a lie. <laughs> if the, the only reason they might look up to him is in his fighting, that he is good at what he does in the fighting aspect. But as a person, as a leader, you know he's kind of the loose cannon type of role. It's like you said, it was one of those, hey, we're giving you the responsibility, even if it's in a trickster way, he might take it as, oh, I should maybe change what I'm doing. Yes. There's, people, there's people looking at me now. I should probably be a good person. How long is that really going to last? You know what's a lot of fun? Taking out the trash. Yeah. You know, and like, <laughs> like, just, I'm a good leader. Yeah. And then he realizes, oh, wait, they actually want me to stay here for life? All right, good leaders turning real exactly. bad really quick. So I, like, I wonder how that's going to play out. Also, how do you think Dick is taking up this role? I mean, to be very honest, he, on the show, he's not that much older than them. And he's taking this parental role, yeah. which he has no background for. He's never raised anybody. It's It's weird. But it, it's not unbelievable because he's always one to help help people that need help. And even if he talks about how he he hates Batman, f Batman, all this stuff, you see him calling Batman for advice. So something about him being with Batman, uh, being with Bruce Wayne as a kid, that stuck with him. And I feel like him as a leader wanting to do the same. And that's why he looked at Rose, not even wondering what her, or not even knowing who she was, but just taking her in. And like you can't just take in a straight if you already have people that. Or, like, in an iffy situation. Like, hey, we're just bringing a new one in, not asking anybody. You'd be the worst foster mother ever. <laughs> you can't just add another kid when you already have kids. You gotta let that kid stay on the street. I'm, the, I'm that selfish kid. Like, I'm the selfish foster kid. Like, how are you just gonna bring another one? I need my food. Yeah. So that's how I'm feeling. But, like, I I could see the, the other kids be like, what's going on? Well, Why? that was the discussion, mm-hmm. right? When Rose came on, the kids were like, wait, I didn't even know we're taking... We're, we're taking in new people. Do I thought, we have a vote? They said that. And he's like, mm, you what, know you ain't got a vote. What makes you think we even have a vote? So they still see themselves as kids. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the discussion of what are we? Are we the Titans? Are we the new Titans? Are yeah. we the different Titans? Are we the young Titans? And it's like um, Dick is throwing out different different things because he'll say, no, we're all equal. We're not We're not all sidekicks. We're all together. And then like, no, I'm bringing in someone. Not Do you get a vote? Why would you think you got a vote? So it's like two different We're all singers. equal, but I tell you what to do. Exactly. Of course. So and it's, we it's see Nightwing is usually the leader in general. And mm-hmm. also Nightwing tends to be way more Batman than he realizes yep. in a lot of times, unless someone else checks him. So we see that, of course, Batgirl does that often, mm-hmm. and we see that over time. Uh, also, Donna. one last thing that we get is is Dick Grayson and Jason having a discussion. If I'm Robin, who are you? Mm-hmm. And that's the tad, like, at least we get that nudge towards what we are thinking is going to be Nightwing. Yeah. But you're going to want to stick around for our news and gossip because we have some news on that. Uh, before we go on, I just want to remind everyone that we love hearing from you in the comments below. Please let us know your thoughts. And are we shipping Gar and Raven? Gavin. 
Gavin. Look, are we sh- shipping them? I'm gonna be in the comments, and I am not shipping them, Gavin. We're gonna have to figure out a new name. I like name. Gavin. <laughs> We're 50 50 on this one, but we got a new name. Josh no. in the booth, do you approve of Gavin? I approve of Gavin. Wow. Thank you, Josh. Wow. So in the booth. We're two for three on Gavin. Well, that's, that's uh, what like, made you even <laughs> think you got a vote? <laughs> it's like let me just sit back with, Ray, with Rachel and all them not getting a vote. But no, nah, y'all seriously make us the ESPN the TV talk. I love it when you guys comment, engage. We talk to us about the show because there's all the time. There's things that we don't see because they're watching it more intently. I'm over here. We're over here writing notes and everything. So I love interacting with you guys. And just make sure if you guys are watching on YouTube sub- to subscribe for this and give me that thumbs up just comment let us know what you think what you like and then what you think is happening in the next episode and if you guys are listening on itunes spotify wherever else just make sure to give us that five stars and subscribe as well but just being part of after buzz and being part of titans is just a great just great opportunity for me i love talking dc me and tehran have been on a plethora of other dc shows so we're gonna keep doing it and we just love doing it so yeah, i appreciate right. y'all we love watching. plethora so yes, please make word. sure to tell your friends <laughs> um let's discuss hawk and dove so we get this storyline we ask for more hawk and dove we get more hawk and dove yep. yeah so i literally wrote down one of my lines i said oh hawk and dove are in a great spot turn uh later in the episode hawk and dove are not in a great spot so like you see like at the top they try to find they're trying to still find out where each other are because there's so much stuff that's unspoken there's dove wanting to actually be a superhero still but fearing that hawk is gonna be injured and then hawk wanted to be the protective guy and it's like there's so much going on it's good to see but i'm interested to see how long it'll last because if dove wants to go out and hawk's not there he already gave her the ultimatum ultimatum i think that ultimatum went out the window when yep. when when their friend exploded in their house i think that ultimatum's gone like, hawk and dove me, uh, i thought was very it was very cute we did it did kind of drag out in the beginning mm-hmm. we get it they're in love we knew that they were in love i like the portrayal of their life it was good half the time needed up front mm-hmm. but more time on the back end where we get that fight where they of course come to a head regarding dove's late night activities of going out and still being dove mm-hmm. when she promised not to here we get that ultimatum we also get the nudge that well hawk has found a different thing so it's okay i'm doing this for you such honestly to me when i was on i was like oh my gosh such a girl thing to say somehow you're twisting you lying on him like Look. I lied. I lied to protect you. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just like a girl. It's like uh, uh, any smart girl and any yep. amazing player have the I same che- mentality. I cheated on you, but I didn't. For you, tell, yeah, I didn't want to tell you because I knew it hurt you. But I still love you, so I'm doing this for you. Like, nah, nah. It just don't work. I mean, I <laughs> bought into it. I was like, oh wait, she's such a nice she's person. Right. Oh and my god, like, thank you, Dove. <laughs> For lying to Hawk. Uh, and besides, she can get it. So, Hawk, <laughs> like, Hawk and Dove, like, Dove is amazing. Dove Dove is she's uh, not by struggling. far one of my favorite characters. And she it, is right under Corey for me mm-hmm. as my favorite character on the show. And I love her fight scenes. Like, just the one that they showed when she was out, those fight scenes were so dope. I love her. So dope. Her, um, she's so strong. So. Yeah. So amazing, just her character. Yeah, her character. That character arc that they're showing, and mm-hmm. their interaction is actually amazing too. So you do get this understanding that Hawk just wants to get away, and Hawk says it best when he's like, "You slept for a month, and I had to be there. Mm-hmm. So I watched this happen. That's why we quit because we forget about the coma. The coma happened all last up last season. Mm-hmm. So now we yep. get where we went from recurring character to main characters, which I'm happy about, which because mm-hmm. that means something. It means something. So we get to see this, and of course we get this Dr. Light explosion thing. What do you think of that? 
it took me a minute to realize what was going on because like when I saw it, I was like, all right, so they're being attacked. And then, like, when I saw it in the second person, I was like, okay, so it's like a type. And then they said Dr. Light, and I was like, everything's making sense again. But it was it was kind of Really? Cool. Because who is Dr. Light? <laughs> I mean, I know, you know the name, but you don't see, you don't see your face or anything. So kind of, at least you put a name now to it. Now, why is Dr. Light attacking them? You, there's still so many questions. See? But, it's, and I was going to say that, there's, why are they attacking him? And then why are they attacking um, every every different person in Titans? But then Slade Wilson's the the main bad guy, so there's still a lot of questions. How does he come in? Is there two bad guys? Who are they really facing? Are they all together? Do That's we get the light? Yeah. What is going on with this? So there's a, there's a lot, but it was it was cool to see as like an action part. But we still there's so, that just brings up so many other questions. No, I'll tell you what was cool to see: Donna and Corey working together as a team, then Donna getting a call from Roy Harper. That was very cool to see. That was a great nod. It was great chemistry between the the two characters. And that only makes me want to see them now. I mean, at least talk more. Don't just drop names, even though they—that's all they do—is drop names and tease and everything. But no, that was cool. It's, it's inter- like that's another situation. But like, how did they get there? What? Where's Shimmer come in? Like, is this just a situation to have them do something to bring them back? Who is Shimmer? Like, why is Shimmer? <laughs> and what was Shimmer's actual power? Shimmer's actual <laughs> like, power is to throw something and miss. And then like <laughs> have a Shimmer when it's coming at you. <laughs> like, what was really going on? But the chem- I think the chemistry and the little nod kind of carried that and made that scene okay. And also, when Shimmer walked by and shimmered, no one else turned around like, hey, that's cool. <laughs> this lady's shimmering. Dad, did you see this? Like something. I needed something. I forgot what the actual words were about. Things so they were like, oh, so she like really shimmers. <laughs> she actually shimmers, yeah. Because they hated the name Shimmer. I really like Donna and Corey working together. Mm-hmm. I also like the fact that, let's not forget, Dick has Dick down Donna and Corey. Look, Dick and is- they're in close proximity, and it felt that way for mm-hmm. a little. Like, oh, are you okay with all? Like, they kind and, of had uh, a conversation that didn't have that conversation. I love that, and like, and Dove too. So there's layers. First off, Dick, yeah, is, uh, Dick, Dick has gone through the- every single <laughs> look, one of these girls. He's he's a dog. He's like, look, this is my territory. <laughs> yeah, oh, you want to be on the team? All right. <laughs> you you want to be on the team? All right. <laughs> That's Welcome fine. to the Titans. I ain't got no problem. I got no problem. They Just don't call me here. Dick for nothing. Like he's he's really been with all of them. But Donna, I feel like mm-hmm. they had a special connection. Yeah. And with Corey, I and, felt that they had a special connection, but they haven't spoken ever since. And yeah, and with Donna, like you could kind of see that not like every like I wonder why he hasn't called. I she wonder what they're cares. doing. Like those are you don't just say that. Like, Does Corey, do you think Corey cares as much as Donna? Or is, is Corey Donna? cares, but I think she's just not as vocal about it. She cares more like the hey, I want to be there to help out. Those are my friends. Donna's more like I want to be there because I low key love him, and also. Why am I not part of the Titans? I should be back. I want. She also wants to be wanted. I feel like that because like she left on her own terms. But now that they're bringing it up again, it's kind of like fear of missing out. Along with also loving, loving Dick. So it's a lot. She's just more vocal. With I mean, it. Dove. Dove clearly has something with with Dick Grayson because Hawk still feels some type oh, yeah. of way. Did I say Dove? I meant I meant um, Donna. Donna yeah. clearly has some feelings for Dick Grayson because she is definitely flustered by their lack of communication mm-hmm. even though they hadn't had communication. And then Corey doesn't seem to be flustered by Dick Grayson at all and that to me is a sign that she is actually flustered mm-hmm. because 
she is too nonchalant about it. I was gonna say she plays too cool for school on every situation, but you can tell when like different people hit for her, and that's that's always been a soft spot for her. And I liked Donna and Corey teaming up. That was my Law and Order SVU <laughs> moment. I was all into that case and whatever they're doing, where mm-hmm. they're chasing metas. I, I'm assuming and and having them get locked up. Yeah. Which also, when you transfer a meta over to just normal police, <laughs> but with no, yeah, I actually need my rope back because yeah. the only thing that's tying you up is my uh, <laughs> metaphysical superhero rope. But I'm just gonna leave you with these <laughs> regular ass police officers. I, even though it was a quick scene, I love seeing the rope. I love seeing uh, Star Girl like like light her up where they went. I got t- I got high. You go low and like I love that tag team. And then like and Corey knocks her yeah, out. Yeah, knocks her out. I was and like, Donna's like, really? Like what? <laughs> was it necessary? <laughs> yeah, I felt like it. You know? Yeah. No, that was I love their dynamic, and I hope that's there's more of it because they that was great. And it'll be more drama once the Dick situation comes back. What will be it. great is if they start dating and then Dick has to figure it out. Like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, so I lost all three because like yeah. Donna was over yeah. here. Yeah, like that's a real like, thing. I, I, I could. Well, I mean, that would be a great storyline where it's like we cut you out, we mm-hmm. cut out the middle. We we are in love <laughs> and we don't need you. And he has to deal with it because Dick has a lot of unresolved issues and of course commitment mm-hmm. issues that we don't even talk about. But he does save lives, and the live I'm speaking of specifically in this situation. Uh, is Rose. Mm-hmm. So we get a Rose saving, but Dick is out there. I I feel like he sees himself in each one of these kids. Yeah, and when when I first saw it, when he first like stands up and like doesn't say anything, it's almost like assumed that he knows who that is. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, oh, I know who that is. I've seen her before. I need to go save her. Not like, oh, she reminds me of myself. I should go say. It just seemed like too instant, and like he was out and about and like. Not telling the team what he was doing, which again is another reason why they're not on the same level. Is not the Titans is still one leader, everybody else type of deal. But it was it was cool to see the or him like chase her down, them kind of tussle or whatever, and then interact, and then the bombshell of who she actually is at the end. It was great, but I didn't. It was kind of confusing at the beginning. Like I said, I thought. She, he knew who she was. It seemed as if he knew exactly who she was, but then again, we get it then. He had no idea who mm-hmm. she was, just saw a soul or a lost soul or someone who I feel like he saw himself in. Uh, clearly had yeah. skills, skill set. So the questions were, who trained you? Where you come from? What do you do? What is your power? Do you have a power? And he, he knew that there was something thinking about or something about her because he calls Batman. He's like, hey, she's like us. And I was like, at first it didn't click because I was like, well, are you saying that she's like, like Raza Ghul, that type of like us, or just saying she's just, very well trained? Yeah, like what do you has the same heart? There's or so much because like she, she has more to her. Yeah, so it was, it was interesting. Like you're saying all this, so you must know who she is, and then no. Do you think Rose turns out to be a metahuman? No, it turns out no. I don't think so. Um, so she just survived that jump. <laughs> she just jumped. She just flew. She just leaped of faith and worked. I, uh, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, straight metahuman. No, I think she's gonna definitely have like powers that Slade Wilson would have. I mean, I, she's gonna be obviously good at fighting, obviously good at like sword fighting, everything. But I don't think she's just gonna be straight up metahuman where she can just do absurd things like jump across buildings and da 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 da. Because when she did jump across the building, she laid there and she was kind of knocked out for a minute. So what we are supposed to figure out is. Okay, so Rose's actual background is she mm-hmm. is, 
I, I believe she gets injected with the same okay. stuff her father got injected with, the the serum mm-hmm. from the army, the anti-Captain America, basically, <laughs> right? So concept, and she has it too, and she mm-hmm. has stamina and flexibility and reflexes and all that good stuff. You're right. Uh, okay, never mind. Then. I'm going to bring it back because they did say that her eye healed really quick. Yes. And then I, I kind of forgot about that because there's no real, there's really no other explanation then. And she if has- I... Yeah, I was going to say she has to be a metahuman unless there's something else going on because you don't just heal like that. And, and from what I remember, she's also like, sometimes she's an enemy of the Titans and she's also a friend. Doesn't her father not have an eye? Like, what is, <laughs> is this something that goes on in that family? Like, hey, so hey, so you're my daughter, right? Um, <laughs> that I got to go. <laughs> yeah, usually, you know, with son circumcision. Hell, in this family, we tear out your eye. Like, is that a thing? <laughs> like, like, you know, the Wilsons, um, we just eyeless. Um, Babe, honey? Sweetie, uh, ooh, <laughs> this is something that sticks with the family. It is not just my dad and me. Like this is a thing. This is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Why? I need that one eye so you're better shot. I don't know what the eye significance is. Uh, with Rose, however, I feel that Rose will play a significant part going forward because we did get that significant scenes with Deathstroke last, and we don't understand why mm-hmm. Deathstroke took a. Uh, affinity towards the Titans. Maybe it's a rehashing. Now with Rose, that's clearly coming to play again. And then mm-hmm. we get another explosion. Yeah. But that's a Dr. Light explosion. By the way, horrible special effect. But <laughs> got the point across, but horrible special effect. <laughs> just a big lamp right behind her. Oh, snap. That's and it was just like the fakest fire. And then real, it was just, it was a, anyway. Yeah. And also when the explosions are going off, I, the whole time I'm looking at Hawk and Dove and at. <laughs> Did Grayson Rose and like run? Like you guys are walking. Like that's what I thought when he let's said go. get down. I'm like, what do you mean get down? I mean no, get out the car. Yeah, get, <laughs> let's go. Let's like, go. At first, I thought the vi- I really thought it was moving in slow motion. Yeah, 100%. like when they first got out the car, I was like, okay, it's just a slow motion thing. And then they started going fast. I was like, nah, they were just taking a long time to get out the car. Rose reminds me of Jason. Yeah, in what way? In the way she's just difficult. Yeah, she's a combination I mean, of Jason and Raven. I know something that you don't, and I'm difficult. I think she's difficult be, because of what my prediction is. I don't want. Okay, we'll get into your prediction. We'll get into your prediction. Tease too much. I do. I do agree with it. Let's talk difficult. a little bit about Batman or or Bruce Wayne or whatever character because or he's he's never own. been like he's like Bruce Wayne's phone. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne's picking up private numbers. That's what I'm saying. First off, you and not knowing who it is. Come on. There's so many things that was wrong about it. I just I read, don't like this character. I read something that I kind of believe is like it's Jorah Mormont just standing in for Bruce Wayne, the dude, pretty much the guy he played from Game of Thrones, just playing in. It's just a nice guy, just saying whatever. Since when is Bruce Wayne so nice? Since when is Dick always calling him as a as a role model? Yeah. Like, last season it was like f Bruce or f Batman and all this. Like I'm not talking to him. Duh, 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 duh. I don't even want to go back to the house. Now I'm not talking it. to him. But hey, can I get my allowance? Hey, can I like? Take over the house in in um, San Francisco. Hey, <laughs> would you do that all over again with me if like, you had a chance? Dog, like, if you hit up your ex girl or ex, just ex in general, would you do it again? That means they're thinking about it. Like, what is going on? So that demog- that whole dy- uh, dynamic is weird to me. I, it's you changed. know what it is. I like from- him as an actor. I don't like him in this role. I keep trying to give him a chance. It does not play. He is not Batman to me. I'm sorry. I don't even think it's the I acting. Need a I think it's the writing. Because the fact that they, the fact that you call Batman and hello is Batman, and you how many how many ways can you act and make that hello is Batman? Like no, I need still Batman. The phone. I need Bruce Wayne. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, maybe I'm just being. 
I'm being difficult myself. Yeah. No, Maybe I, <laughs> I need to give him a chance. But I do agree with the concept of, of is Robin maturing? Is Dick Grayson maturing? Or is this just a different... Did they think we forgot yeah. his opinion on Bruce Wayne from last season? Because I assure you we have not. We, because if, we just watched it. If Dick Grayson is uh, maturing, that's fine. That's one thing. But Bruce Wayne being nice is not have anything to do with Robin maturing. That's just... It doesn't make sense. Is he's too open, and there's not enough. Yeah, he's Bruce just, Wayne's too nice, too Bruce Wayne-y in this one, and not enough Batman. Mm-hmm. We need more Batman. Where is the Batman character? I do not believe him as Batman. I honestly don't believe him as Bruce Wayne. To me, right now, he's still Alfred. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. Uh, one last tidbit. Of course, we get something that probably going to play into the next uh, episode, where we get explosion, explosion. And then Corey Mm -hmm. is taken by another of what we would assume is her kind, as he's familiar with her and calls her... Queen, right? Your Highness. Your Highness, Your Highness, yep. So we get that. He tases her, stuns her, and then takes her away. So, I mean, there's a lot that's going on there. Let's get into some news and gossip. So, in the news and gossip, what we get is Green Rant has, has shown that the Nightwing costume has been unveiled. Do we get to see it? Not really, but we get to understand that it's basically the Nightwing from the cartoon. Uh, we see that, so we are going to get a Nightwing most likely in season two. Why else go through the creation and wearing it of it on set? It looks like we're going to get it next episode or the episode after that. We're going to get this unveiling of Nightwing. Yeah, and I saw the picture. Like, if you scroll down on the Screen Rant um, website, you see the photo. It's like real dark, but you see, you you can see the blue you make the emerald. outlines. You make yeah, you can there, see it's so dark, but you can see the blue but right it, there. He is called Nightwing for a reason. It's <laughs> Nightwing, okay? It's night. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm, not Daywing. When I saw that, I was thinking, oh, if we're just seeing the the costume now, we're not going to see it till like later in the season. So I'm definitely hoping that he like look, I'm Nightwing, or look. He like starts to grow into that role. Don't especially just, after the conversation that yeah. we got this. I was episode. like, don't just tease me just like this episode, and then like, oh no, that's gonna be our season two big thing at the end. Like, no, give us that, and then have something else. Well, for more information, just go to Screen Rant. Of course, you can Google the images; they're out there. Look at that costume. Tell us what you think in the comments below. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we're going to assume that we get a Nightwing this season. That is the major plan. If we don't, I'd be extremely disappointed, and I'm sure all of you would be as well. Time to get into our DC Top 3. This week's Top 3, Top 3 DC Heroines. That's right, female heroes are here to stay, and if you don't believe me, check out the box office revenue from the movies, right? So, our Top 3 DC Heroines, the the heroes that are female, that make that difference. Let's go down top three. Coming in at number three is... We did Wonder Woman for... Miss Martian, Martian. number three. That's right. Miss Martian is Miss Martian. Miss Martian is number three. Miss Martian, if you understand, is obviously a member of Young Justice. She comes in. She's John Jones' niece. She's a Martian. She shapeshifts. She's one of the most powerful telepaths in the entire world. And she definitely is a team leader as well as a player. She's had her history with her, with her man, Superboy. But there's so much going on. And we love her storyline of that afflicted youth. So, Miss Martian at number three. Coming in at number two, we have... Yep, we got uh, Wonder Woman for number two. Number two 
is Hot Girl. That's right. I'm We're going with Hot Girl. <laughs> Hot Girl, of course, she is the winged superhero who flies into action. She has her, her, her ball of death that she hits people on the head with. It's got spikes. What more do you want? And it comes from the nth metal that only is found on her, her planet. Uh, in different incantations of her, her, her storyline, we find different things out about her. Of course, in on the Justice League, she was sent here in advance of an invading army, and it wasn't really her fault. We trust her again after some time. In the comic book, of course, she's still Hawk Girl. She is accompanied at times by a Hawkman, but so much Hawk Girl, so much strength, so much. She she was she was the she is the feminist before feminists even became a thing. But then, of course, there's the leader of that super. Hero, Superwoman, and it's not Superwoman. I know we should have had Supergirl get an honorable mention, but she's not a Superwoman. She's even more wonderful than a Superwoman. Coming in at number one this time, Jeff, I'm sure you'll get it right. I'm going to take a wild guess, but are you saying Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman Look, at number at, one. At the end of the day, I just wanted Wonder Woman. Like you saying three, I was like, I'm going for Wonder Woman because that's the one I want to talk about. But yes, Wonder Woman is number one. Obviously, she is one of, if not the predominant woman superhero in the Justice League and in DC as a whole. And it was great to see not only her rendition in um, Wonder Woman, the movie that just came out a couple of years ago now and the new one that's coming up um, in the next year, but just the different renditions in the comics, different renditions in um, this show. Or not this show, I'm sorry. But in previous other DC TV shows. So it's really cool to see. And she's such a powerful And we love Wonder Woman. She's an Amazon. She's She's strong. She's she's wonderful. She does everything. (laughs) And she can fly. She has a lasso. It makes you tell the truth. She has cuffs. She's come back from the 70s. She's still alive. She's in movies. She's Gal Gadot. I mean, what more do you not want from a a single person? All you had to say was Gal Gadot. She's amazing. (laughs) And when when I say sexy, I don't mean her physical appearance. I'm talking about the strength which she comes in. She, of course, was created as a counterpart uh, to... She was created as a counterpart to Superman by the guy who invented the the lie detector, of all things. So there is some real history that plays with her, but she's never been a sidekick. And that's the one thing we like about Wonder Woman. Well, Supergirl and a Batgirl and even a Batwoman have always been someone that, that is a offshoot of another male counterpart. Wonder Woman has always been a standalone superhero. And on top of that, she's a queen in every single sense of the word so wonder woman you are our number one dc super heroine for me number one two and three let's get into (laughs) whoa moments whoa moments like whoa whoa. that's the three top moments that made you go whoa on the show jeff which moments made you say whoa it had to been the it had to be the biggest part of the movie or biggest part of the show when they say Rose is um is Slay Wilson's daughter. Sheesh. And when I saw that, I, I started I was like, does does um Jace or does Ty, Dick know? Like how how is this okay? Like he we see that Dick says, Hey, she looks familiar, she has something like us. And then when he just goes up and like runs after her, I'm thinking, so he knows something about her. And then when we find out from Jason, Gar, and Rachel, when they find out that it's, um, that it's Slay Wilson's daughter, it's kind of, okay, is she going to be bad? There's so many more questions now. Does Dick already know? Like, is Slade behind this? So there's so many questions, but that was my whoa moment for this episode. 
Well, my woman's going to be the fact that Hawk and Dove get into that confrontation and, and Hawk decides he's going to go out on a limb and be like, and, and give Dove an ultimatum. I'm like, please don't do it, bro, because <laughs> you're not going to do better. She has Dick Grayson. <laughs> like, don't do it. However, that was a bold moment for me. And then, of course, came the explosion. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Our third bold moment comes from you at home. So guess what, guys? We want you to comment below and let us know what your bold moment of this episode really really was thank you so much let's get into predictions your after buzz tv predictions so i'm gonna make this quick i only have one is rose is undercover with for slade and they both happened too off or too quick for it to be a coincidence i'm thinking she's undercover and that's why she was playing the more brood kind of off uh standing offish because she didn't want to make it too believable and slay wilson knows if robin is any, if robin or dick dick and jason are anything like batman they're going to be out there trying to help people and that's what he's using that i mean why be this difficult why keep insisting that she leaves i don't know my prediction is going to be more about that dr light the arthur light character that we're going to get i think that this is going to lead into deathstroke and everyone teaming up against the titans and that they're going to be master plays i think deathstroke is really pulling the strings and we might get something even more who knows we'll find out but until then where can people find you if you want to get found if you guys are looking for me you guys can find me at jeff will underscore junior and all your social media platforms and of course you can find me at i am Tehran all across the board at i-a-m-t-h-r-a-n and also find me hosting and paneling on a slew of other after buzz after shows because your favorite tv shows are my favorite tv shows too until next week when we get into that season two episode three of dc titans we'll see you bye our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 